Well, it's probably the only time this offseason I'm going to talk about free agents because the Packers ain't getting any. Packer Nation. Welcome to another episode of Podcast, the podcast where you don't have to be Packer Sam, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom, with What Money Grassy, and today we're going to be taking a look at the top five free agents the Green Bay Packers must attempt to re-sign, though, again, as I mentioned, we don't really have any money, so look for the Packers to do some re-signing, but brand new signings? I don't think so. Before we get to that, I want to do a big shout and thank you to some brand new Patreon members. First, we got Junior Boy, we got Kylan Purdon, and we have AB. A big shout out and thank you to you all. So yes, the Green Bay Packers cap situation, as we've been hearing for the past two years, is dire. And the Green Bay Packers are in a position where even if they restructured every single contract on the team that they could, it still wouldn't get them under the cap. Now, of course, there are still ways for the Green Bay Packers to, one, field a team, but two, there are ways for them to push money, you know, deep into the future. The question then becomes, which people do you do that for? Which ones of these scheduled free agents are you willing to bring back? And some of them you're going to have to pay a pretty penny for. And so I want to make it very clear, Devontae Adams is not on this list because I think it's very obvious of why he would be number one. So it's basically a list of the top five guys I think they should bring back besides Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams, I mean, we already talked about that with the wide receiver video. I don't think I really need to get into that anymore. We would probably franchise tag him and then try to extend, but that's neither here nor there. Let's get into this list. Before we get to number five, I want to do an honorable mention, and that is one wide receiver, Alan Lizard Lazard. The reason being, those last four out of five games heading out of the regular season, the guy was phenomenal. Scored eight touchdowns this season, over 500 yards, is a great blocking wide receiver, and we have a great need at wide receiver. So I anticipate they are going to bring Alan Lazard back. He is a restricted free agent. I imagine the Packers are going to take a shot at bringing him back. I don't know what his market value is going to be, but he gets an honorable mention here. So starting at number five, you got the tight end, Robert Tunyon. Yeah, a disappointing season for Robert Tunyon, who in 2020 absolutely blew up after having two seasons where there were some flashes every now and then. You saw in like the Seattle game, he blew up in 2020, double-digit touchdowns, and heading into this past season, I could not be more excited for this guy, considering out of training camp, he was catching everything, and I mean everything that was thrown his way. Unfortunately, he really started slow to begin the season, and then on top of that, he had an ACL injury, and so that sidelined him for the rest of the year. So, why do we need to bring back Robert Tunyon? Well, you take a look at our tight end room. Former third-round pick, Jay Sternberger, he's gone. Mercedes Lewis, who knows what's going to happen to him. Mercedes Lewis might be able to play until he's 55 years old, but we definitely need some youth there. You do have Dominique Daphne, but his future is up in the air. And of course, we just got Josiah DeGuerra a couple drafts ago in the third round. So right now, our tight end room looking a bit thin. So Tunyon coming off a major injury would potentially be a bit cheaper for the Green Bay Packers. So I think this is very doable. But bringing a guy who's a threat in the passing game back is definitely preferable. We know that Josiah DeGuara has been up and down with his pass catching ability. And so I think you bring a guy like Tunyon back, he's a red zone threat, and he just spreads the field a little bit more. 
I think he's a guy that you look to bring back. Number four, you got Yash Neiman. Yep, the good old tackle who, for some dumbass reason, wasn't playing left tackle against the 49ers, even though he had already matched up against Bosa. But that's neither here nor there. Yash Neiman, yeah, we need to bring this guy back because how important is it to have depth at the offensive line? I imagine there's going to be some offensive linemen that are no longer going to be with us this season. And so I think Yash Neiman, who has gone from the practice squad, and I remember when he first came onto the team, I was like, oh, this guy is big. Like, I'm, I'm excited for him. And over the past couple seasons, he's really grown a lot. Now, I don't think he's going to be commanding premium money, but I know there are plenty of teams out there that could use offensive line depth. And I think he has shown that he can also be a starter. I think it's important to bring him back because we don't know what's going to go on with David Bakhtiari. Hopefully, Elton Jenkins is not going to have any delays in his recovery. But I think it's just important because offensive line is arguably one of the most important position groups on the team. And it helps to know that you have one that could actually play probably the most pivotal position in football besides the quarterback. Number three, you got wide receiver Marquez Valdez-Scantling, otherwise known as MVS. And here's why, folks. Well, it's because the Green Bay Packers have basically backed themselves into a corner. They don't have a guy who could do it all besides Devontae Adams, who is scheduled to be a free agent. And MBS is really the only deep threat we have in our wide receiver core. So it's basically out of necessity. Now, Considering what his price tag is going to be, that's going to determine if the Packers are actually going to bring him back. While he doesn't have the resume of a guy like Mike Wallace, he can spread the field. And yes, he has consistency issues. He also dealt with a litany of injuries last year and he didn't really see the field. So if the Packers are able to get him for cheap, I think they are going to attempt to bring back MVS. But if you start looking at like seven, eight million dollars a year, I don't think the Packers are going to risk it because I don't think MVS has done enough to prove that he is worth that money just because he really hasn't put it all together consistently throughout the years, right? He's had amazing flashes, NFC Championship game against the Buccaneers. He was absolutely incredible. But with injury concerns on top of consistency issues, you know, he's on the list because I just think it's a necessity, but I could see them letting him walk if he gets a little too pricey. Number two, you got corner Rasul Douglas. That's right, baby. Rasul, yeah, he's up there. He was a ball hawk for us. Picking him off the practice squad, came in, had five interception, two pick sixes, and the guy even had 13 passes defended. Rasul Douglas played pretty damn well in the absence of a guy like Jair Alexander. Now, why does Rasul Douglas need to come back if Jair Alexander is going to be healthy? Well, here's the problem. We have a litany of guys who could be leaving the team, like Kevin King, even though we might bring him back because it would actually be cheaper this year against the cap if we extended him, but we'll talk about that. But he could be leaving. Guys like Shannon Sullivan could be leaving. And so there's question marks at corner. You obviously had Eric Stokes come in last year as a rookie, and he played very, very well. But I think, as we have learned, it's good to have some depth at corner. On top of that, the Packers have a history of corners not working out. Quentin Rollins, Demarius Randall. On top of that, you know, you look at Josh Jackson. And to know that you have a guy who's not perfect, don't get me wrong, but can definitely play. And if we can get him for relatively cheap... Yeah, I think Rasul Douglas is a must-sign. And then number one, arguably, in my opinion, the most important free agent out there the Packers need to re-sign, that is Devondre Campbell. God, wasn't it so nice to have somebody who could play in the middle and we didn't really have to worry about anything? That was nice, right? Devondre Campbell, when we struck gold with him, barely paid him any money to play. He is going to be commanding more money. Chris Barnes would have been on this list, but there's a good chance we wind up bringing him back. But Devondre Campbell, man, 
He came and he played freaking fracking well. He was one of the best inside linebackers in football last season. And this has been a position the Packers have just neglected for years. When they do care about it in the draft, it's usually a late round pick and those really haven't panned out too well. On top of that, I don't think that they could have even anticipated how well Devondre Campbell played. Now, Campbell was in Green Bay yesterday and it blew up Packers Twitter that he might resign. As of right this second, he has not resigned with the Packers. And why was yesterday such a big deal? Well, yesterday, you have guys like Kevin King, Robert Tunyon, Shannon Sullivan, and Devondre Campbell. They have until today to be extended before some dead cap would hit us for the 2022 season. So it's not something in permanent marker that if we don't sign him today, we're not going to get him. However, it is going to hurt our cap just a bit more. And that's why some were looking at today saying, if we don't sign these guys, we're probably going to let them walk. Again, it's not the end of the world, but it is tough to get an accurate reading on the Green Bay Packers. As I just said, this is a position they've neglected for quite some time. For you to throw Chris Barnes back there or a late round draft pick back there instead of when we had Devondre Campbell, it just seems like we'd be going backwards. So I'm hopeful that we're able to make a deal with Campbell. He's definitely going to get paid based off his performance last year. But in my opinion, he's the most important free agent that the Packers attempt to bring back. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. Who do you have bringing back out of all 24? I think there are free agents. I know some are restricted free agents, exclusive rights free agents, etc. But yeah, which ones you think need to come back? Let me know. You can always find me at TomGrossyComedy.com or TomGrossyComedy. Also, from DSC down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course, YouTube. And a big shout out and thank you to all the patrons over patreon.com slash TomGrossyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always... Go Pack Go!